Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Samantha fucking did a real hack job on it. <laughs> See, that's why you can't have her do it while you're sleeping. <laughs> Got your head twisted into a sprung spot. No, I. We were both fully awake. She just only had one day. So, I'll say this: you believe this in the podcast. Um, she's you know in salon school or beauty school, whatever the fuck they call it. She says, "Yeah, I learned beards." And I go, "All right, well, I'll give you a." T- I mean. It's- we're in the fucking quarantine anyway. I'm not going anywhere for like four months. So, you know, I'll give it, give you a shot. Come out looking shot. like Moses and shit. Right. I'll give you a shot. So she asked, how do you want? I said, I'm very, because she was talking about fades and all this. Which I was like, no, I'm Caucasian. I don't need all that. I tried a Fu Manchu one once when I had, had a lot. I was like, that just looks too weird. And I told her too. And she called me a racist. But I'm like, listen, I'm saying this for clarity. I am not black or hispanic just what the what the hell is that supposed to mean and i go i don't want an overly manicured beard (laughs) it's it's not a good look i don't want it all you got to do is trim it the buzzer should never touch my face just trim it up and shape it that's all you got to do and they didn't teach her that because what i found out after she cut my hair was that they only had one demonstration and it was from an, a very nice black man <laughs> and he got his beard done in a more traditional right. black style, which is perfectly fine. I just don't want it on my face. So she didn't know how to trim the beard with scissors. She only knew how to buzz it. So she was going in fucking blind. Mm. So when she was done, the hair didn't look too bad, although she didn't go as short as I asked her to which I'm going to have give her another chance to fix that. But the beard was a fucking to the point that I couldn't fix it. Oh, I, I kept trying to fix it and it just ended up looking worse on the other side. Like it was just fucking weird. 
And so I took the clippers. I put the, I think the sixth um, plastic thing on there and I just buzzed it down. Yeah. And then I, and then I kind of shaped it a little bit and it looks good and it's all even and I'm just going to let it grow out again. But and then she got offended with me. Well, I mean, with you, it should grow out by probably by the end of the show. I think it's already grown out. <laughs> check the mirror. But she got offended with me. And I was like, what's the matter? Because I guess she was all pissy and my wife was like, you need to go talk to her. I was like, what's the matter with you? And she goes, why'd you buzz your beard? And I said, because it, was, it wasn't the way I liked it. I said, what do you want me to do, lie to you? You want me to have a beard I don't like <laughs> that I'm constantly grabbing at because it doesn't feel right on my face. And she goes, she's all but- butter. I'm like, you're, if you're going to be in the service industry, yeah, you gonna- really need to learn to get the fuck over yourself. You're going to do things that people don't like and they're going to complain about it. I didn't even complain about it. Yeah, I didn't pay for the fucking haircut. I can do whatever the hell I want. I said, if I would have paid for that cut, you would have heard something from right. me. So let me let me see. If I take these clippers and shave half your half your head, you're gonna leave the other half that way. Right. <laughs> and I told her, I go, next time, number one thing you need to learn from this is to listen to the customer because I told you to do things with my hair and my beard, and you didn't do it that way. You did it the way you wanted it to be. I said, and also, um. When she came at it, she was telling me, oh, I'm going to put products in your hair. I'm like, no, I don't want product in my hair. And she's like, why not? I'm like, I don't put product in my hair. I never do. I just slick it back and it's fine. Mm -hmm. And she goes, you need product. I'm like, no, I don't. Do not put product in my hair. She put product in my hair. Jesus. And I'm like, why are you not listening to me? And she goes, well, I've cut three guys hair already and they all want a product in there. I'm like, but I didn't. Yeah. Just because one person does doesn't mean they all do. Right. And she's like, well, and she kept trying to convince me to get a fade. And I'm like, I don't get fades. Hmm. I've never gotten, I, they don't really use the clippers on me other than behind my ear. I like it to be all scissors. Nice little trim up. I don't get fades. And she's like, yeah, but that's what I'm used to doing. I'm like, no offense. I don't give a fuck what you're used to doing. This is my hair. Right. And you'll either do it the way I want it done or I'll go somewhere else. It's not a big deal to me. It's like, I'm sitting here as a benefit to you. Like I let my hair grow out. You kept rescheduling on me, even though you were in one of my bedrooms. <laughs> Cause she kept going to her friend's house to do their nails. Cause I think that's what she's more interested in. Mm. And, um, she finally doesn't. She didn't do it the way I wanted her to do it. Right. And I'm like, I don't understand what you want from me. Like, if this is how you're going to be and you're going to be crying into a pillow because I fixed my own beard, <laughs> you could kiss my ass. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell. And honestly, my beard looking fresh. You might want to learn something. <laughs> you know, because I told her, I even said, she goes, well, where's the hairline? I said, it's very easy with a guy. It's like half a finger above the Adam's apple with me. That's where my beard line should be. It was my Adam's apple was covered with hair. You don't, you don't want a, you don't want a neck beard. No, (laughs) I get that all by myself just from not doing anything. But she's, she wanted to do it all the way up to my chin. Jesus. And I was like, that was a style in the late (laughs) nineties. I remember it ain't today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not a beard. You just have, you have no hair in your, you just look weird. You know, it's just an outline. It was like a lot of, um, uh, a lot of like R and B bands and stuff like that used to do that in the nineties. 
That's that over manicured look. And yeah. I, I've never liked it. I think I sported like, one once where I did that. I tried it a co- I tried it once or twice yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. But that was, you know. And I didn't at the like time. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I that and that and my uh my dango cap went at the same time, so <laughs> <laughs> my frosted tips, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> But yeah, she wanted I did to- the most I ever did. I never did frosted tips, but I did use that sun and shit. Like it do you, oh, did you yeah, remember yeah. that stuff? Yeah. yeah, I did that sun and shit. That was, that was like a year after I graduated. I was in college, you know, and so it's like, damn, all these all these fine ass women, you know, and you're like, going, okay, you're going to try different shit. And what was the other thing she wanted to do? So the fade thing, I had to convince her that a fade wasn't going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, she wanted to do an undercut. And I was like, what the hell is an undercut? I think she wants and she's to slit like, your throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like is that an attack i don't know and she explained it to me and i'm like oh and it's that thing that's i've seen more with hispanics where like they have a lot of hair in the front and then they they slick it back but everything else is shaved oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've seen that and it's i go not a for look. one i don't have enough hair not to, to do that your hair is curly it, you right have to and that's what i told a, her. you'd have to use I, a lot of shit to just keep it down I said, my hair is curly. I have a receding hairline. And she says, well, I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, I'm a, I own a mirror. I'm aware of it. I'm 30. I'm 35. Like, it's fine. I'm not delusional. Um, and I go, that would look ridiculous. And and she kept saying other shit. And I go, um, or she, she was cutting my hair and she goes, your hair doesn't make any sense. And I go, what do you mean it doesn't make any sense? She says, your hairline is is like a swirl, and then your um your hair's consistency's weird. And I'm like, because you've only been cutting your Hispanic friend's hair. It's like I have different genetics. My mm-hmm. hair's gonna be a little different. She goes, That's racist. I'm like, what? Oh my God. It's, it's just genetics. <laughs> my hair is different. And she goes, Why is your beard hair different than your top hair? And I'm like, because I'm a human being. So <laughs> I was like, do you have any experience? <laughs> I like you, flat out turned you, you around. You think this hair is weird? Do you want to check my pubes? Like, yeah, <laughs> I took the right. I turned around on my chair and I'm like, do you, have you ever cut anyone's hair? Right. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, you're acting fucking brand new. <laughs> like, you need to knock it off. So yeah, that was my experience. And she did a decent job, but like, like with anything around here, I got to fucking fix it in the end, you know? <laughs> did a decent job but you know any you know any monkey with half a brain could probably have done it (laughs) (laughs) and completely unrelated um i'm still waiting for my stimulus check that's all (laughs) some fucking bullshit okay all right on that note welcome everybody to the lazy geeks (laughs) a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at stimulus checks and (laughs) how they they never get to add them (laughs) I guess I'm not an American now. You know, that's fine. Whatever. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. Uh, for those of you keeping score at home, this is episode 17, legacy number 363. Um, uh, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And happy Memorial Day at the day of this recording. Um, you didn't do anything, did you? I mean, not that you could really could. I mean, actually, I think you could because weren't you guys opening up more? Then... Uh, we usually don't do anything on Memorial Day anyway. Oh, don't as you a usually? Family. Don't you usually have somebody coming over though? That's usually why we don't do shows during Memorial Day. Um. Yeah. Sometimes family will come down from Cali. 
Yeah. But you guys have not opened. So <laughs> no one's coming. And it's so funny. There's this general consensus here that California people are dirtier when it comes to the coronavirus. So nobody what? wants anyone to come from Cali. I'm like, guys, we're past racist. that point. That's there's racist, no though. There's no safe people anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, you want to uh-huh. talk about dirty. You may be thinking of those people in Texas right now that, <laughs> or the Ozarks where you've seen like everybody's not doing social distancing. Yeah. Yeah. Like. So, like I said, I said this last time, be back under quarantine in July. No, I, I don't, we don't do anything for Memorial Day. Cause I don't think, because we don't have anyone in the military. Like, my father was in the Navy, but I literally just started talking to him like a couple years ago. And he lives in North Carolina. Like, there's no one here. There's no military background whatsoever. So I think we just don't feel too connected to it. I usually tell my kids about Memorial Day and then I'll tell them they'll ask me questions about the military and stuff and I answer them to the best of my ability. But um, that's about it. We don't have any like cookouts or. Well, we usually have a, there's usually a parade out down the street, uh, but that didn't happen this year, uh, yeah. which is I could give a shit. My brother likes them, but I really don't like parades. Parades just get in my way. I, I've never liked parades because they're always in the way. Like I'm like, oh, I'm always trying to get somewhere. Yeah, I'm trying it's, to get to the bar. I know it's 10, 30 in the morning, but I'm just trying to get to the damn bar. How the fuck am I supposed to start my day without my morning fucking pint? I'm sick of it. My pint and my strip of blow. That's all I need to get started in the morning. You guys are fucking all that up. Cops, stops you. Excuse me, sir. Why are you drinking outside? <laughs> oh, I can't get the fucking back, can I? <laughs> right. Not my fucking fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, normally we have these episodes out on Monday, uh, of course, but um, Adam wasn't uh, feeling 100% yesterday. I so. had a fucking headache the entire day. It's like the headache wasn't even that bad in the beginning. Like it's a dull headache and I was going about my day. But then by the time it was the evening, I was like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I just want to (laughs) die. You know? So I I was like, I'm just going to turn in. And I I asked Steve, well, I didn't ask Steve. I don't need Steve's permission. Okay. (laughs) But I, I inquired. Yeah. Yeah, It pretty much was like, Hey, do we have a problem if we can do the show tomorrow? Please, 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 please. No, no, no. <laughs> and he's his typical, um, I guess. Why? <laughs> Very Karen response. Okay. And I was like, well, Jesus. Um, but yeah, I was. I wasn't. It's the same response you give me. So it's like, <laughs> I know. But mine's more like confusion. Like I'm like, uh, okay. Like anytime. Well, Steve's mostly like, it's hey, because man. he forgets we have a show. So he's like, what? no. Oh, stop. <laughs> um, Steve will. Steve will go. Hey, um, do you mind if we don't do the show? And I go, I mean, I guess. Why? <laughs> but I know Steve's is more like, I guess. <laughs> why? Like, what the fuck is so important? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We'll do it later. And then, of course, I sent them a gif. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Gay Asian guy giving that snap. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, better, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I've been sitting in this fucking chair for two months, so my body is not, my muscles are always tense. His muscles are completely atrophied at this point for sitting in the chair for two months. So. It's to the point that I might start doing yoga. Like, I'm oh, getting, Jesus. it's ridiculous. I need a better chair. <laughs> oh, bad. Um, yeah, we didn't really do anything aside from that, but we did end up um, having a barbecue. We usually have a barbecue 
um, but this time John, uh, my brother barbecued uh, chicken, and uh, that was actually pretty pretty damn bomb. So uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that was kind of pretty much most of my day. His birthday's tomorrow, so uh, I got to get him a walker, a wheelchair, a uh, walking stick. You know, all the all the all the stuff you get for somebody's birthday. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Uh, I guess it's time we jump into some news stories that may have uh, slipped under people's radar this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, I'm pretty sure, didn't slip under most people's radar. Uh, this kind of came out of left field, but Ruby Rose exited Batwoman after s- the season finale. Now, if you read the comment section of many of these stories, it's sort of disgusting. No one can explain rationally what happened without projecting their own SJW rants at the exit. As an actual viewer, I witnessed very few elements that kept me coming back each week. After her performance in both Arrowverse events, she was solid. Unfortunately, the writing and the casting not about Rose made it difficult to continue running with the show. And of course, all the toxic comments coming back to her SJW casting, stunt casting that backfired, fans revolting over this woke show, all of this bullshit. I felt Ruby Rose, while not the most compelling actress on the CW slate, was hindered by the lack of creativity and storytelling in the first season. And while people love to bash Rose for her acting, which wasn't the best, it isn't the reason the show suffered. I'm sure she was having to deal with, you know, a lot of the toxic, you know, predominantly male fan base that overlooked at the fact that Kane was a lesbian. But according to Variety, no reason was given as to why the choice was made for Ruby Rose to exit Batwoman. Ruby did offer this uh, statement, quote, I've made a very difficult decision not to return to Batwoman next season. She said, this was not a decision I made lightly as I have the utmost respect for the cast, crew, and everyone involved with the show in both Vancouver and in Los Angeles. I am beyond appreciative to Greg Berlanti, Sarah um, Schechter, and Carolyn Dries for not only giving me this incredible opportunity, but for welcoming me into the DC universe that was so beautifully created. Thank you, Peter Roth and Mark uh, Petowis and the teams at Warner Brothers and the CW who put so much into the show and I always believed and always believed in me. Thank you for everyone who made season one a success. I am truly grateful. Now, many are clamoring that the fact that the ratings were abysmal air quotes by the way which they weren't batwoman's first season averaged a 0.5 rating among adults 18 to 49 after seven days of delayed viewing that put it in tie in a tie for third behind the flash and the final season of arrow in the cw rankings total viewership wise the show's freshman year averaged 1.7 million viewers with live plus seven which again places it in the network's third the network's third most watched show. Now, show the show wasn't abysmal, but it made higher than Batwoman, Black Lightning, and Legends of Tomorrow. Now, the whole show needs an, needs an overhaul, but my experience, but the experience may not have been worth it for her. I'm sure we'll find out more in the, as the time goes on. Now, there have been opinion pieces that have come out, or people saying people inside said that she just she wasn't happy with. Uh, the long hours it comes to starring in this type of show because mm-hmm. in a show like this you're in it for most of it you know you're in almost every scene yeah, you're the star of the show right and that she was kind of unhappy with the way 
the writing was going and just n- not really feeling that this was really going to work. So instead of committing to a show that, she, you know, and basically kind of phoning it in, she just decided it was probably best to, to bail. Um, and they basically said that it kind of came to mutual decision, that it, it seemed that it was mutual, but they said it kind of wasn't because it was more her wanting to leave. So, you know, if she's on a, on a show that she's unhappy with, obviously she's not going to be, you know, very happy to be there. They go, so that seemed to be kind of, which is kind of something that I kind of thought from the get-go of thinking like, well, why would she do this? Like, well, she may not have liked doing the show because, you know, like Stephen Amell said that after he, you know, completed Arrow, you know, he kind of had a, a, a breakdown afterwards. Like he said, you know, the show takes a lot out of you. And he did seven seasons and that guy did stunts and all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's a lot. Uh, it's like making a really long movie. Yeah. Grant Gustin says the same thing. Like he goes after nine, after nine months of stuff like that, he goes, you do want to just kind of go to bed and never get up again. You know, so it, it does it does tend to 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 do it. And and with Supergirl, obviously Supergirl doesn't have as I don't think as much physical demand for like stunts. Because most of her stunts are inhuman. Right. <laughs> I would so, think Batwoman is a little more intense because it's stuff a human being can do. Yeah, and it's more it's more in the arrow in you know, in the arrow yeah. um range. So, you know, but we'll see what happens next season. Um I'm really kind of, it does kind of suck because as a guy who watched the shows, I don't think Ru- Ruby Rose was, and then some people are over there pissed off because they're like, "Oh, this bullshit that they're going to hire an S, uh, 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 you know, somebody in the LGBTQ community to play Batwoman." I'm like, she is a lesbian, Yeah, she's already in that community, yeah. and I, I, who fucking cares? As long as a person can act, right? I mean, that's, uh, that's that's the only thing that should really concern anybody. Yeah. And it's and funny I feel like to the people that say that don't watch the show anyway. They don't watch the show or they don't know the character. They think it's just a female Batman. Like, I don't watch the show. Mm-hmm. I am fully aware of who Batwoman is. <laughs> um, and she's a we- she's a weird character. Yeah. And she's her own kind of thing. Like she's always been that way. I don't watch the show, so I'm not gonna sit there and say the show was lame. I'd never seen it. You know what I mean? And it's I don't know. I actually, it reminds me of, um, I watched the first episode of that show, um, the morning show oh, right. on Apple TV. And there's a part where I can't remember her name. The one who is in legally blonde. Oh yeah. Um, Reese Witherspoon. She has a part where she, she's at a protest. I saw, I know what you're talking about. Right. And she pops off at someone and it was for a coal mine. And she goes, the guy was being a dick. And she goes, do you even fucking know what's wrong with coal? Do you have any idea? And I'm like, that's how most people are. Yeah. Like they'll rally against something and they don't even know what the fuck they're talking. All they know are the talking points. Like I think, and and I went to Steve, what was it that I had said um, about this show, about her leaving? Oh, the ratings thing. Yeah. I go, well, aren't the ratings really bad? And Steve corrected me <laughs> because I guess I got my information from a source that wasn't very viable. If you get it from YouTube, it's not a very valid source. Cause yeah, well, I don't even remember where it was from. It was just like in passing, I had heard the ratings were, you know, but the thing is, is I'm more inquisitive than I need to be right. Yeah. So um, I asked him and he goes, no, this third. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Cause I, I, yeah. I knew it, it done well, but I wasn't exactly sure where. So I looked it up and usually in, in, you know, when you look it up in places like variety or Hollywood reporter, those guys usually get in the numbers or, yeah. or deadline, you know, they usually get into numbers. Yeah. It places here and stuff like that. And then when I read that they're like, yeah, it tied, it was the third most watched tied behind the flash. I'm like, and I'm behind, and that was behind arrow. I was like, 
Oh shit. Okay. So and these are some of the most popular television right. shows on TV yeah. right now. Arrow's final season and then The Flash is I think season 5. So, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, okay, there it's higher. It, and then I'm thinking, so that means it's higher than Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow and Black Lightning. So, okay. So, you know, and Supernatural. Shows that were already established. Yeah. Well, Supernatural for fuck's sake. Can we <laughs> like, Can we wrap it is up? Is it 20 years know? now? 20 years now? <laughs> Good show. But wrap it up. Right. Um so, yeah, I, I think they can get away with uh, recasting her, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it. you know, it, it worked well for Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> it did, definitely did. I just think they can get, with only one season, these seasons are pretty short now. Yeah. Um, I, I think they can get away, with, especially when it's a, it's, a, it's a masked character, too, even though she's not always that way. Right. But they could get away with it. If they do it correctly, yeah. they could get, a, get away with it. Yeah, and, a lot, um, and I, I think in a lot of instances, you know, um, with this particular show, like for me, you know, it, Ruby Rose wasn't. Some people will say that you know she was she sucked or whatever, and I was like, you know, it really wasn't her. The the chick, the one that bothered me was the girl that played her love interest, her ex girlfriend or whatever. Her acting was so horrible. Like I see her and then I'm like, did we just take high school drama? Like, because that's what I'm feeling with this character, especially, and it has to. The acting has to be pretty decent for the style of shows that the CW does yeah. because the CW does do slightly more dramatic than reality shows. Well, like yeah. the, things are heightened a little bit and it's a comic book. I mean, yeah. comic books are like that, you know, so it's if you're a poor actor, you're going to ham it up yeah. and it's going to look really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and if you're I, not the villain, it's going to be bad. Right. The villain, that's fine. But that's one thing I, I commend with um, The Flash because that's the one I've seen the most of. And um, yes, it is very sappy, but they play it well. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not chewing up the scene. They're not acting like fucking wackos. It's not a soap opera. And you can see that they all get along with each other. So right. it's one of those where you're like, OK, you know, when it's when it's funny, they can play it funny. I just need to know if Iris is OK. <laughs> and if she isn't how can i make her feel okay <laughs> that's right let anything i can do yeah. just let me know because that's that's the kind of support base we have here it's like if, if iris needs our help we're there i get paid in two weeks i can get a i can get a flight out <laughs> just let me know. maybe cheap too you know <laughs> yeah, actually very cheap um so it's on my fucking nose bro um <laughs> better than I balls. Every, I, I, steve wrote this article okay and a lot of times he writes from his the perspective of him because he's very, you know, narcissistic. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just I'm only saying this because hey, this, the this, article is huge. It's the best <laughs> article you've ever read. And just, it's a lot of lot, lot of big words. So I'm just saying this because <laughs> the first sentence is me. And I just want to say it's not me, even though I probably agree with what's being said. I know not everyone is like me. Being on top of my subscriptions are a priority, not made of money. It is a big deal to ditch whatever we're not using. I don't have many accounts collecting dust. Netflix is trying to make it easier for those people who have such a problem to cancel. Basically, Netflix will cancel inactive accounts. On May 18th, the company started reaching out to subscribers who haven't used the service in two years or within one year of their initial sign-up for newer customers to let them know they can either keep their membership or have it canceled upon the next billing cycle. Those customers represent a small number of Netflix's overall 183 million subscriber base, 
um, total totaling less than half of 1% of a few hundred thousand customers. Cancellations will begin on June 1st. We've always thought it should be easy to sign up and to cancel. Eddie Wu, director of per- product innovation, wrote in a new blog post. So as always, anyone who cancels their account and then rejoins within 10 months will still have their favorite pro- their favorites profiles, viewing preferences, and account details just as they left them. Currently, customers have to go into their account and manually request to cancel their subscriptions. Now, if a customer falls into the aforementioned small member base, they're beginning to see emails and in-app notifications this week, according to the blog. If they don't confirm to the prompts that they want to remain subscribed, Netflix will automatically cancel the subscription. Some will wonder why Netflix will cancel inactive accounts. This isn't something new. After a period of time, many companies will start to clean house. Of course, I believe that there are a few numbers of people that haven't used and still pay their Netflix account. Netflix will cancel inactive accounts that and that's a good thing. Aside from getting their cash, they don't offer anything to the service. Let me just say this. I was one of those people. I don't understand this. Because if I there's two reasons why. And I'm probably gonna sound like a dick. <laughs> One, if I'm running a subscription business, I don't give a fuck if you're watching it or not. <laughs> if you're too fucking retarded to cancel the damn account, I'm gonna take your money every month. Because it's not hard to cancel these accounts. No. It's literally like two clicks. And people, I so many people, I've heard them tell me or tell their friends. Oh my God, these fucking subscriptions. Uh, it's like, just cancel them right. if they're bothering you so much. Yeah. And I am one of those people, I'll forget about subscriptions. But the only person that's at fault is me. I don't need anyone to babysit me and tell me, hey, buddy, I haven't used this in a while. It's kind of creepy, actually. Like, don't, don't fucking don't worry <laughs> about what I'm doing. Right. I usually clean house like every six months. I'll, I go over my bank statement and go, okay, what's. What's being taken out? And there's usually a couple of free trials I might have missed because they're pretty cheap. So you you can it's the little six dollars a month yeah. and shit. You can it's miss easy it. to for, it's easy to forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is nice of them, I guess, but they're yeah. more, they're probably doing it because they make enough money anyway. Yeah. And but also, I'm I'm actually looking at it from an analytics standpoint because a lot of times they're using what people are watching. Oh, for their ratings. For their and ratings shit and shit like that. And if they have a bunch of people that aren't watching anything, it's probably hurting it, it's probably hurting some metric deep yeah. within. Because nobody just does it out of to be a good guy. There's gotta be a reason. There's always behind a reason. It. And and um, you know, and while I do agree that, you know, some people are just fucking lazy, uh, I think a lot of I think it's probably hurting a metric that's accounting for you know, oh, well, how many viewers are watching this? And if you're using a metric that incorporates a couple, you know, a couple hundred thousand, that could fuck, that could fuck up the average. So I'm thinking in, in that case, it could be just a simple base of, you know what? These people aren't watching anything. Let's fucking just get rid of them. And then the it'll shift the metric into maybe bigger numbers, you know, instead of being, you know, maybe, you know, 60% of watching this, we get, we dump these people now, maybe 70% are watching this. Yeah. So it, it could be something like that. And and that's the only reason I can really think of. But again, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's like, I don't have the money to like squander, forget I'm paying these people. You know, that's what yearly subscription is for where you fucking forget. And then later they hit you like, what the, f- oh shit, it's the year. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that'll get you. 
why doesn't Netflix have yearly subscriptions yet? I don't know. It's so annoying. Netflix and Hulu. Like, it's like, it's so easy. Like, Hulu's fucking six They bucks. act like they're a utility. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, we they're can. required. I mean, we bought, we just finally got, um, we went and got Amazon on a yearly and a C- CBS All Access on yearly. Because I know CBS All Access is going to start rebranding shit later this summer. And we, and we thought, you know what? We'd get in now. We can bypass. That's a good idea. Any yeah. kind of increase that may come up. So, uh, so we, you know, we've got that. So we paid those for a year. So it's like, okay, cool. Those are done. And not to mention, you know, two day free shipping, you know, I need to do, I actually need to do the same. I mean, you're essentially paying for 10 months. You're getting two months free. Yeah. And then the cool, and the cool thing too, is if they just charge you for the month and then you upgrade, they refund you the difference depending on how long, how into it. Like we're halfway through and we got like nine bucks and some change credited. Like I recently got charged for something. I don't fucking even remember, bro. It's that pawn, bro. I got charged for it's that poem. Yeah, right. <laughs> My Apple Arcade, which is five bucks. Um, Spotify, which is sixteen. Kindle Unlimited, which I don't have. I signed up for a trial and forgot about it. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Fuck, man. It's just Disney Plus, whichever one it is. <laughs> that's the that's the one I might cancel because I have two Disney Plus accounts. So I'm a fucking idiot. Um, fuck, ABC Mouse, which is another one I forgot to cancel. ABC Mouse. Yeah, it's like a kids fucking educational site. It's, it's so much, bro. It's <laughs> it never fucking ends. Shit. I probably waste thousands of dollars a year <laughs> on just subscription services i'm never using i wonder like on the back end like how many times they see like a purge of like a bunch of people realizing at the same time fuck i gotta cancel this shit yeah it's usually around fucking christmas time too because you're broke so you're looking at your ledger a little more (laughs) yeah you're looking you're like oh shit i gotta gotta get rid of these things (laughs) all right so like many annoying things the whole justice league snyder cut will not fucking go away now, here's one more thing. We were right. There was na- never an uh, official Snyder cut of the film. There was a vision and footage that was filmed, but there wasn't a completed project. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Warner Brothers is going to give him, meaning Zack Snyder, 20 to $30 million to complete the project. Now, this vision version will disappoint fans. They will have their own thoughts of what it should be, not to mention all the countless internet BS thoughts of what should be. This is what T, uh, the Hollywood Reporter says about the version the internet is clamoring for. Forget that version that fans wanted, wanted technically didn't exist, the piece states. What did <laughs> exist was a semi-unfinished work with no visual effects, no post-production. One person who had seen the version described it like a car with no panels, just a drivetrain and some seats. And it sat on the it sat on a hard drive in Zack Snyder's house. We even when we left the the movie, I just took the drive of the cut on it. Zack Snyder said, "I honestly never thought it would be it would be doing anything." So, Justice League, this, um, the Snyder cut, will go back into production sometime when it is allowed. It is already planned for a 2021 release, but that's a release window, not a date. 
being released on the new HBO Max will allow Snyder to make it as long as he wants, even though two and a half hours of Batman versus Superman was a massive undertaking for anyone watching it. It all it's also important to remember that people hated both Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. However, once Snyder was replaced and the film was released, people started clamoring for the original version to be released. Yet DC fanboys are already online claiming that it'll give Marvel a run for its money. I don't see how. All their theatrical release films were hits. So I see this as more of an extended edition of Green Lantern than a theatrical release of Wonder Woman. <laughs> so according to the piece, there is no decision on whether Justice League Snyder Cut will be more of a masturbatory fantasy for Snyder. I, either being a four-hour movie or a six-part series. In either case, I'm looking forward to people complaining about how it isn't the version they had hoped for and return to complaining about, he, about, he's, his, about how bad he sucks. Uh, for me, I couldn't give two shits about it. I see this as a cash grab by Warner Media. It, it's their way to get DC fanboys to sign up for HBO Max who didn't sign up for DC Universe. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's um, and I I I don't know. I liked Justice League. Um, I mean, I liked Justice League. I didn't hate it. I mean, it's funny too because you have all the DC fanboys that hated it. But if if you had anybody that was a Marvel fan, it was like it was okay. Like it yeah, wasn't. It didn't, it was a good movie. It wasn't horrible. Um, yeah. When I heard it was coming out, I, I literally didn't even have a response. <laughs> I saw and then I just moved on to the next thing, right. which I think is even more telling. <laughs> You know, I was just like, I don't fucking care. I'm so tired of hearing about it. Yeah. You know, it's like the movie's done. Like, just let it. There's a perfect, uh, there's this com- web comic called Control-Alt-Delete. And he does like um, a, like satire comics sometimes about current events. He did one where these two guys look like they're grave robbing. And then it's almost like a Frankenstein thing. And he's like. Um, I can, I can re I can rebuild him and it will be something more beautiful. And then it pans out and the lights turn on and you see it's fucking Zack Snyder and someone else. Mm-hmm. And he's, he added like an, is it the, the corpse? And then I think the tombstone said justice league and the corpse. <laughs> and then he had like added an arm to his head and a little red bow tie. And the guy looks like he's the other guy's like, and still looks like shit. And he goes, I think you're not noticing the bow tie though. Like it's, it, it's just like it, no one who didn't like justice league is going to like this. Yeah. It, you're not, it's, it's an absolute cash grab and it's, it's just yet another reading reason that I fucking hate Warner brothers <laughs> because they're the, Warner brothers is ruining my childhood. Yeah. Like I know that gets said a lot, but it's actually accurate right now. <laughs> Like they, they're taking, it's not even about, um, it just being shitty how they're, they're, they're being fucking retarded. Like they're sitting on a literal gold mine of characters and yeah. stories that are already done that all they got to do is make a, a visual representation of it on the screen yeah. that does, is shit. And and stop having fucking Snyder make all your movies. It's, it's funny too, because like. You know, literally after Batman, uh, Man of Steel, and then BVS, everybody said, This is what happens when you have Zack Snyder do with it. Fucking, we need to get rid of him. That was what it was. Everybody needed to get rid of him. Then they got rid of him, and then Joss Whedon finished out Justice League, and then everybody was, We need to see what Zack Snyder did. We need the original cut. We know that was going to be better. It's like, Really? Because you just hated on him for two. And it's like another thing. I, I saw this today on IGN. So if you got, if you, 
if you remember way back, you know, when times were better. Uh, <laughs> he said when times were better. Uh, Solo came out and everybody was hating on Solo before it even came out. That, oh, this is garbage. Oh, this is, you know, they're, we're going to protest against Solo because we hate what they did with The Last Jedi. And then when it didn't do well, everybody, see, that's what happens when you fuck with the fan base. It's like, shut the fuck up. But now there are people clamoring for a sequel to Solo. Solo is a good movie. I liked Solo. I, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like memorable, like, you know, a huge like, oh, wow, that was amazing. But, you know, most of the new stuff wasn't, hasn't been like that. The exception of Rogue One, because that scene where Darth Vader starts you know, slicing oh up my all God. those. And that's rebels. the end of the movie. I know. This start slicing up those rebels and the and the, the rebel people died. You know, you're kinda like the heroes died. You're kinda like, well that was kind of ballsy. If I'm gonna be honest, um and I've said this before, but Rogue One and Solo I liked more than the mainline movies. Yeah. I just they the mainline movies were good, but they weren't memorable. I I didn't really I, care about the, what was going on. Of the of the trilogy, I only liked The Last Jedi simply because uh, Ryan Johnson did something different with it, which people complained about after after the first film because they're like, it's just a retelling of uh, New Hope. Okay, so Ryan Johnson did something completely different. Oh, that's not Star Wars. That's not the Star Wars I know. Fucking choose. Like, what you know, the fuck? You know? I, but that's the point is you're you're hearing two different groups. Yeah. You know, and it, it all gets fucking muffled in the mess. And, I, and, and it's I've, just like, who cares? And I've always agreed with Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson goes, if you're making movies for the fans, you're doing movies wrong. Yeah. And it's like, that's so fucking true. R- movies are a director's medium. They're not a fan medium. Just make a good movie. Yeah. Like, And I think, and this is something Steve and I were talking about earlier um, before we started recording, is that that's what the movie industry is now you're making it, you're trying to make something that's going to grab the most attention when you're not focusing on just making a good film. Yeah. You know, focusing on, you know, polling and, you know, and, um, the, you know, those, uh, focus groups and, you know, Oh, well our marketing department determined this. It's like, no, 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 that's not how movies are made. That's movie. Movies made by committee never work. Because the the crowd is fickle and they all have different fucking opinions. And a lot of times they'll say things that aren't true because they want to sound smarter than they are. Right. Or they say things that they think they want and then when they actually see them, they don't want them. Yeah, they look and they're like, this is what I want. Oh, no, that's not what I want. Oh, that's shitty. It's like, yeah. It's like you think it'd be cool to like bang a Kardashian. Then when you're there, you're kind of like, oh, no, this isn't what I I want. I don't know. Courtney looks fun. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, she she probably looks the more wild than any of the other ones. Courtney's my my favorite one <laughs> because she's the shit talker, <laughs> and she slapped um or no she punched Kim one time. Nice, because Kim was just fucking whining like she always does, <laughs> and she punched her. And then later on in the confessional, Courtney was like, "I should have punched her harder." <laughs> and I was like, "This is this is the older sister. Like she's <laughs> the most genuine one." <laughs> Because I used to watch that show because my wife was really into it. Mm. By the way, um, I just calculated my monthly subscription figured, bills while I, we were talking. I figured that's 100, what were doing. $123. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and a lot of them, I'll, I'll name them off right now. Apple Arcade, Spotify, Kindle Unlimited is going to get deleted. Amazon Prime, Disney Plus is probably going to get canceled. ABC Mouse canceled. Uh, CBS All Access, Funimation, which is for my daughters. It's an anime thing. Audible, which needs to get canceled. I thought I already canceled it. Um, D&D Beyond, um, Xbox, 
fucking ultimate whatever. And then the Arizona Republic, which I keep canceling (laughs) and it just keeps on coming back. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I pay, guys. That's not even all the streaming services we have because some of them my wife pay. Right. (laughs) We're out here acting the fool. Anyway, what were we doing? Are we are we recording a podcast? Yeah, yeah, I think I think that, I think so. We're forty two oh, okay. minutes into something, so I don't know. Right. <laughs> so this is the this is I I purposely put this under this one because it's kind of a slide in. Get a DC block here. Right. Um. With the news of Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League being slated for HBO Max in two thousand twenty one, some fans have rekindled their interest in David Ayer's original take on two thousand sixteen Suicide Squad. Is another fucking stupid thing, um, <laughs> which was originally supposed to end with a different villain and a much larger Justice League connection. Um, director David Ayer, who recently revealed that his heart breaks for Joker actor Jared Leto uh, because of the work he did on the movie that went unseen due to cuts, recently responded to a question on Twitter regarding the scene in Suicide Squad between Leto's Joker and Common's Monster T. Um, and the tweets are as follows. Um, David Iyer, it's a long scene and Joker intimidated him into killing himself. Um, that's what, what happened when, um, they asked So was it filmed? Yes, it was filmed. So, um, common commons character for those who don't know who common is, um, in suicide squad, the guy who came in and Harley sat on his lap in the club and then he called Harley Joker's bitch. Mm-hmm. and joker took offense and then shot him or whatever um that's the guy so instead of that scene which was a very awkward scene to be honest yeah. it wasn't really that great um it would have been he intimidated him into killing himself which is much more on brand for the joker yeah but i understand why it wasn't in the film because that's pretty hardcore yeah to put into a film where you're trying to you're trying to get a wide net of people that are going to come see it even though Suicide Squad should not have been a wide net film. Right. And Suicide Squad should not have featured the Joker nor Batman. No, because they're not in the fucking Suicide Squad. You're just trying to pull people in at this point. So, although the Batman scenes were kind of dope, not going to lie. Like when he (laughs) punched Harley in the face. That was hilarious. Uh, as you can see, the original question comes with the hashtag <laughs> release the ire cut, uh, which might now gain momentum in the wake of the Snyder cut. Finally seeing the light of day. Many fans have always wanted to see the Joker scenes that got left out of the finished product. Even Leto himself told IGN back in 2016 that there's so much that we shot that's not in the film. So what I will say on this one that's a little different from Justice League is there actually is shit filmed. That was on the cutting room floor. I wouldn't mind seeing the scenes that were cut out. And I'm surprised they weren't added to the Blu-ray release. Like there were quite a few, um, I don't know how many more scenes because in the Blu-ray release, there were Joker cut scenes between Joker and Harley, but I guess they let, they left a lot of them out. So this one makes more sense because Leto has been on record to say we did so much with the character and it was left out and it made it look stupid, which it kind of (laughs) did, you know, and Leto did a good job. Yeah. A lot of people think Leto's a shit actor. No, he did an excellent job for the character that was portrayed. Exactly. I thought he did a really, really good job. I was more. Didn't make any sense in the film. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing is, it's like with that movie. I was intrigued by how Leto was going with it and I would have liked to seen him allowed 
to play it out. Instead, they went with that other shit Joker that we got that people seem to think is a masterpiece that it's really just a copy of a bunch of movie uh, anti-hero movies in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. And one of my favorite um, parts in Suicide Squad was um, two parts that were one of my favorite were Joker parts. And one was where he was he sat on that dude's lap. It was Dude, looking really like that, creepy. That shit was that shit got me. How right. he switched from creepy to smiling. Still creepy. But yeah, where he's the, like the, kiss his hand. Then he's like, yeah, the I switch could, tell, was I could so, tell you meant that, you know, and you're kind of like, oh, shit. Like this. it was so true to the character, though, because he's a fucking manic. Like yeah. he's all over the place. And then the other scene was when this very simple scene where he comes in and he's you know, comes in looking real tough. He's got the cuff up and that doctor or whatever's there. And he, he picks up the injection gun and he goes, this looks neat. And then just shoots him in the fucking neck. Yeah. Like stuff like that was very like, okay, this is the joke. I don't give a fuck what he looks like. Like this, this is, this makes sense to me. It makes a hell of a lot more sense than the recent Joker film. Hmm. No, we, that's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't seen the re- the Joker film, so I can't talk too much shit. Because I haven't, I said, I haven't seen that movie yet. And they go, oh, why not? And I go, I have no desire to. <laughs> like, I, I try not it, to, to me, talk shit about it, but I just don't care. To me, it's just a major cop out of of Joker, like of the character. It just was like, ugh, you're just taking all of these things. You're giving him an origin story, which the Joker doesn't need. He never needed it. And, you know, it's like, it's the same thing. Like when everybody goes, oh, well, yeah, well, you know, um, um, fuck, what's the, uh, oh my God, I can't remember the name of the title, the one with the Joker's origin, um, uh, oh, um, Maureen. oh my God, I can't believe I can't remember. I the, can't remember either. Uh, but it's like, I mean, they made an animated movie of it, which the first the half, best hour, way, half hour best, sucked, but the best way to do the Joker's origin was in the dark night. Yeah. No because origin. he himself <laughs> told three different origin stories. You know how I got these scars. Yeah, because no one fucking knows. He doesn't even know. My favorite is the Otter Pops. <laughs> that's the real reason. That's the, that's the real I reason he got this here. <laughs> Get a little too excited. Yeah. Like, ah. And suddenly you're burning mountains of cash, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, at this point, we're going to take a little commercial break. And uh, when we come back on the other side, we'll have some uh, some other news about AT&T and their phony 5G bullshit, some source code for Xbox gets leaked and some other cool shit, and why nobody goes to Chuck E. Cheese for fucking pizza. We'll have all that after the break. We'll be right back.
All right, ready? Yeah. <laughs> and welcome back. All right, so if you are using AT&T, you probably noticed that 5G logo in the upper right corner of your device. Now, you don't remember that you signed up for 5G, right? Well, don't worry about it because you're not actually receiving 5G service, of course, unless you pay for it. The AT&T fake 5G logo has started appearing on devices since 2019, yet they are beginning to roll out major, but they're beginning to roll it out in major parts of the U.S. this year. They've been called out and they still don't give a fuck. Even they really don't. They really don't. <laughs> after even after the networks call them out on their bullshit, they're still using it, putting it on older phones. Now the character has decided the carrier had decided that it will continue their shit, even after the National Advertising Review Board recommended it cease using the misleading term, as well as the phrase five G evolution, the first step to five G, according to telecom news site Lightning Light Reading. What's AT&T's argument? Well, according to the report, AT&T said it will comply with the recommendation that it applies to advertising like marketing campaigns and branding, but the logo doesn't qualify as such and therefore can stay. Agreeing to NAD's findings and recommendations, the NARB panel determined that both claims will mislead reasonable customers into believing that AT&T is offering a 5G network and recommended that the claims be discontinued. Read the um, reads the NARB press release on the recommendations and NAD uh, and on a um, at NAD and on appeal. It was not disputed that their AT&T network is not a 5G network. Now the fake AT&T 5G logo appeared on my old ass Samsung Galaxy S, which I know was not designed for 5G, nor am I paying for 5G service. Many consumer and providers fear that AT&T's fake 5G icon will convince their consumers that they are receiving it for free, thus forcing other companies to deal and explain their lie. AT&T 5G logo, fake 5G logo, is not real 5G. A, a lot is known about the company. We know that their hatred for the customer base and will charge them for anything. AT&T owns so many companies that should be considered a monopoly, yet the FCC turns a blind eye to lie to lying to their consumer base. Because uh, recently, I had um, my old Samsung at, um, S8, um, S8 was with Verizon. And then last year, they announced that any phone, unless it was after six months of being, pur- of being purchased, would be unlocked. And unless the phone was actually involved in fraud or recorded as stolen, it would not be unlocked. It would so for me, I was unable to continue paying for the service. So I figured, well, they may have locked my phone. So I kind of went back and forth for a little bit, and then I thought, well, screw it. I hate the phone, the prepaid phone that I had. And it said the best way to do it is to insert the SIM card and see if it says it's unable to work on this network. There you go. So I was like, yeah, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. Put it in there. Rolls up, see the big Verizon logo, and I was like, ah, shit. And then all of a sudden, it, it booted up to its screen. Then on the bottom says, needs to restart with new SIM card. I was like, oh, shit. So I press it. It goes in. It does like an update. And then it comes back, and then I see the ding, 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 and it opens up with AT&T. I was like, oh, shit. And then all of a sudden, in that right corner, I see 
5 ge and i was like get the fuck out of here with this bullshit the thing they shouldn't even be allowed to do that i know because it's like people will think oh i got that 5g shit here like no you don't are you paying more no then you ain't getting 5g i forget who told me they had 5g it was someone at work i'm like you don't have 5g (laughs) like why and i'm like because no one in arizona has 5g right there's no antennas here for 5G. Yeah. Like people don't understand 5G is uh, – and the reason – I found out what the cons- why the conspiracies came out that 5G was making everybody sick is because the – New York alone is going to need like 10,000 of these repeater nodes because the problem with 5G is the signal does not go that far. So there's two things with it. They have to have all is these it, repeater like, notes like everywhere. Ra- it's like radio waves in a heat wave, right? Like they get, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But then it has this new technology. I think they just call it beam technology. And instead <laughs> of it's just so being, creative, <laughs> right? Instead of there just being this wide net, like 4g is it beams directly to your device. So you, they're saying that it's just, it's a lot of fucking radiation or something, <laughs> but I don't really know. You know, I don't know. Cool. Maybe um, I'll be able to turn into a giant green rage monster when right. I'm pissed off. I'm down with it. Um, with high s- internet speeds. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be in my own hotspot. People, people trip about, oh, we need faster internet. I'm like, I, 4G seems pretty fast to me. I don't. Yeah. I haven't had any issues. And I think a lot of the people too is, depends on where you live. If you live in a fucking rural one horse town, it's not going to work all that great. And 5G ain't going to work all that great either. And, um, also it depends on the device you have. Yeah, that's what so saying. many people complain, Oh, my internet's really slow. And they have like a six year old phone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course it is. Well, yeah, you know that, that's, I mean? that's like the prepaid phone that I have, which is the Samsung J galaxy J. And yeah. it's just, you know, it's a cheap ass phone. And, you know, I, I try using 5g. I mean, not 5g. <laughs> I tried using, um, four and um, 4g. And it was just like, not, it was just like, it was slower than shit. And so to the untrained person, it would be, oh, fuck. It's like, why am I paying for, you know, data if I, if it's so slow? It's like, it wasn't that, it was the phone, you know? So then once I switched it over to the Samsung phone, obviously a thousand dollar phone at the, t- at the time, I'm out there using 4G and it's just like, pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Cause I can guarantee you right now. There is very little places I go where my fucking iPhone 11 Pro Max doesn't have fast internet. Yeah. It just depends on the device you have, which is the only reason why I spend a lot on phones because I don't spend a lot on a lot of things. Phones, I always have it with me, you know, so I want it to be a top-notch thing. Yeah, if you're you're running out getting yourself an iPhone 6, probably not going to run that well. Yeah, don't expect it to be... At the same level as the newer shit. And 5G and ain't going to help you. And 5G ain't going to help. 5G ain't going to help because you don't have the antenna for it anyway. I don't yeah. even think my phone has the antenna for no, it. No, mine doesn't either. That's why I'm like, that's why when I was looking at it, if you go to the, if you go to the link on the site, I actually put in a, uh, a picture of my phone that I sent to Adam with the 5G logo on it. I was like, don't mess me with this shit. I think there's... And a, I did the same a, thing with my brother. My brother has the S8 uh, Plus. Yeah. And, uh, or the Note, the Note 8. And... um. I was like, oh, shit, well, I can do his, too, because he had an iPhone 7 um, for prepay. And then I was, he was like, oh, if you can get my old phone. I was like, oh, yeah, let me see. I put it on there. Boom, came up, did the same thing. And suddenly 5G. I was like, get motherfuckers, man. 
Yeah, there's some Samsung phones. The the Samsung Galaxy S20, um, and then they have some specific ones that have 5G in the name that have 5G antennas in it. Yeah, but it's like your base. I don't know, dude. <laughs> but I, I know it hasn't it hasn't released in California. I know it was still all those like rando cities, and I think they were expanding them. But they did that 5G experiment at the Super Bowl this year, and it crashed like yeah. every time. The 5G speeds thing makes sense to me because most people nowadays don't even use computers. They're always on their phone, yeah. and that's fine. I'm just not that person. No, I have Wi-Fi at home, so my shit runs smoother than shit. Yeah, the only place where my internet signal is not that great is when I'm at home. So I always <laughs> have it on the Wi-Fi. Anyways, this is a big deal, okay? The original Xbox was a new frontier for modders and tinkerers as the, the included hard drive made it easier to install unofficial dashboards and pirated games. Those enthusiasts might be getting a flashback to 2002 as the official Xbox OS has leaked online, according to The Verge. This includes the Xbox dev kit, emulators, build environments, documentation, and the kernel itself. These kinds of leaks have often enable developers to create unofficial and illegal fan projects such as emulators. However, The Verge notes that some of this data has been available within the homebrew scene for a while, so it's not clear how much of it will be a revelation to the Xbox modding and emulating community. An early version of the source code from Windows NT 3.5 has also leaked online. The dump continues just about everything one would need to understand the inner workings of the system. The OS was released in 1994, but was quickly replaced by Windows NT 3.51. There, there probably aren't many people or businesses still using Windows NT 3.5, uh, so this leak isn't likely to become a security risk. The Xbox source code leak in particular could have some value. While it would be illegal for programmers to use Microsoft's own code in an emulator, the info, info gleaned from the dump could inform new approaches to creating a better software version of the console. Only a small fraction of Xbox gamers can currently run smoothly games can currently run smoothly via homebrew emulation. While many popular games are supported by Microsoft's official Xbox emulation via the Xbox 360 and Xbox One, it's still important to, to some that the games are preserved and remain playable as the original hardware units die out. So yeah, the 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 most difficult one of the most difficult systems to emulate is the original Xbox. So it's actually kind of interesting to me if they can pull this off and make an emulator that isn't dog shit because yeah. the ones that are they have now are complete and utter dog shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. The Windows NT thing, who cares? <laughs> but um, also that picture is... Spot on. <laughs> spot on and fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> although, Putin looks a lot cooler. Let's let's keep it real, bro. The shirtless? Come on. You know um, you turned on. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was a... There's not really much to talk about, but um, I am one of those people that feels that these older games, they, they sometimes just get lost. Yeah. And a lot of these companies, they don't fucking care about them because they're not going to make money off of them. But it's sad. You know, this is a big deal. Someone put a lot of work into this. You shouldn't just let them die out. And I think the emulator scene is cool because it's kind of a. They're not really like, yeah, I guess they're tactically stealing, but they're they're not really doing anyone any harm because no one's trying to buy 
a lot of the games that are being emulated. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, not a, and a lot of the games that are being emulated are not necessarily offered for sale. Right. And so it's amazing. It, it's amazing to me how it works, too, because for PC games, like old DOS games, you can go to a, a completely legal site called abandonware.com and download thousands of games from the 80s and the 90s that they, the PC people were just like, well, we're not going to make money off this anymore. So here. Right. Here's the game, you know, so it's like consoles are a little bit more tight cheeked about it, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's like it's kind of one of those things of like, look, if you're not going to if you're not going to make money off, you deemed it that way. Just let it out there for everybody. To just taste like, look, if you can get it to work, cool, go for it. Right. So. Well, it's been no secret that Spotify has been stacking people to promote their podcast library. Earlier this year, they exclusively acquired Last Podcast on the Left. Now they made another big move, the Joe Rogan experience. Yep, Spotify got Joe Rogan. On September 1st, the show will arrive on Spotify for the first time with all users, including those on the free tier, having access to the full JRE archive. At some point before the end of the year, the podcast will become a Spotify exclusive. The video version of the podcast is also moving to Spotify, which started testing video podcasts this month as part of the multi-year deal. The show's YouTube channel will remain active, but Joe said it'll only host clips rather than full episodes. He'll also retain full creative control and ownership of JRE. With around 190 million downloads per month as of last April, JRE is one of the most popular podcasts on the planet, so it's a huge get for Spotify. The company said JRE will be, oh, has been the most searched for podcast on its platform for the long time. It's clear that Spotify is hoping to use JRE to reel in more users and subscribers. Now, it's the in its latest stride into podcasting for Spotify. Earlier this year, it brought in The Ringer to bolster its slate of sports and entertainment offerings, and in 2019. Um, it signed the Obama's production company to an exclusive podcast deal. The company has also acquired podcast producer Gimlet Media and Parcast, as well as creator creation app Anchor. Seeing that Spotify got Joe um, Joe Rogan seems like a natural move. It has it just had uh, yeah it just had to be the deal he wanted. I could never get into him, even though he's always at the top. Any podcast catcher has him at or near number one. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I ain't going to hate good on him. How many of his listeners will jump ship with them though? Mm. I already have Spotify, um, as my main thing, but I also don't really listen to Joe Rogan, <laughs> so I don't really care. Like I've tried and I, he's a very intelligent guy. Um, I'm not knocking him, but he talks about shit. I just don't give a fuck about, Yeah. you know, so I'm just not the audience. Yeah, you know, which I, is fine. It's the same thing with me. I've tried to listen to it, and sometimes when he has a good guest, you know, it can kind of do it. But his shows are like over two hours long. His shows are very in the weeds too. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that he gets the the conversation gets derailed and starts going off into a million different things. And if I already didn't care about the <laughs> original topic, I'm not going to care about its subtopics. Right. You know, so love the guy. He's very well spoken you know, has some great guests and stuff like that. I just not the, I'm just not the one to listen to it. Um, but, and you know, take my opinion with a grain of salt. Cause I, I'm, I listen to fucking world of Warcraft podcasts and silly shit like that. 
you know, so I listen to we, true crime, so <laughs> right on, you know. Um, I forget our honest, own show is out there sometimes, <laughs> right? Yeah, I laugh the hardest when I listen to my own podcast, so that should really tell you something. I get lost sometimes when I listen to our own shows, <laughs> yeah. Um, RCS is supposed to be the spiritual successor to classic SMS and MMS texting. But the lack of built-in encryption puts a damper damper on that. Someone could theoretically snoop on your messages uh, where they can't with services like iMessage. I found out recently iMessage is actually kind of interesting where if, let's say, you have an, an iPhone, Steve, mm-hmm. and I have one too, and we're, we're using iMessage, they're encrypted not only on both ends, but it's this... It's in a special way where only your phone and my phone have the encryption key or something like that. It's just it makes it a giant pain in the ass, which is why you always see the iPhones are the ones when they're like trying to snoop through someone's phone like the cops or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so even I don't even think Apple can do it. No, they, they've said that once they do it, there's no they have no back. They have no backdoor access. Right, and that's their way of just going, not my problem, Yeah, uh, which is fine. Um, and, I mean, backdoor break- access is tricky, but, you know. Right. You, you I know, mean. You do the you, right moves, you know. Yeah, that's right. And if you, you can sweet talk it. Anyway. <laughs> so you might get your privacy after all, though. Uh, the 9 to 5 Google crew has found evidence of plans to add end-to-end encryption to RCS conversations in Google Messages. While full details of how this would work aren't clear, you could decide whether whether or not third-party apps see encrypted messages. It's also safe to assume that both participants would need to, to a compatible app with reliable data connections. So that's, that's the thing with anything Android. It's a pain in the ass because you have to have like four different people to agree to the same thing, and they're not going to. Um, the code is only just showing up in a dog food test version of messages uh, meant for Google employees. Uh, it could be a while before this shows up in a release. You can use yourself. Still, it's good news. So long as you aren't picky about your choice of messaging apps, you could use all the rich media features of, of RCS without worrying that you're compromising your privacy in the process. Most likely, if you use Google's official app, you won't have an issue when this rolls out. Um, I do. I use that as my... I mean, I have WhatsApp, which is like for you and people that I care about. And then I have my general messages, which I use the Google one. I I don't even like that I use WhatsApp, to be completely honest with you. (laughs) Like, I, I, I have have to use so many fucking chat clients like it's whatsapp and then we the same group most of the people i talk to on whatsapp also want to talk on discord i'm like can you pick one (laughs) and then i it's facebook messaging for my mother because god forbid she use anything else it's like fucking jesus christ i have so much shit installed on my phone that i don't want can you all just get iphones (laughs) So we can all just use iMessage. <laughs> just saying. It's superior. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. That's right. Uh, if you go back to our earlier podcast, <laughs> fuck Apple. No, not anymore. They, they're they the ones doing right today. Yeah. <laughs> Next week. Google's you'll... just weird. Like Google, 
one too many times gets convoluted to me. Like where they had like perfect example, Google Play Music and YouTube oh music. God, yeah, it, it's it was su- it's such a clusterfuck, and they're finally phasing out Google Play Music. But the sad part is Google Play Music is the better one. <laughs> like it's it's just sad to see, but well, Google like, loves to throw shit out and then yeah. just fucking close it, and it's just fucking pain in the ass. And then redo it later because we talked right. because on our end, I got a email from uh, Google. Saying, sub boss, uh, we noticed what up, you, what, uh, you know, we noticed you got a podcast over there, or your podcasts over there on Google Play, uh, music. Well, we also know, you know, you'd be using Google Mess, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, so we're going to get rid of Google Play Music. So if you want to go and hop on over and migrate over there to Google, uh, podcasts, uh, we got you, right? And it was just like, click this button if you want to migrate. I was like, all right, I'll count back in this fuck up. Clicked on it, all of a sudden it went boop, and then it's like, here you go. I was like, oh shit. So basically, like their portal is the same thing like iTunes, the iTunes portal, which is nice because on Google Play Music, you really don't get any analytics. And, uh, but now through Google, Google Podcasts, you actually get some analytics. So yeah, I know. And the thing is, is that we're like, okay, it was Google Play Music and they had Google Podcasts for a long time. Now they're phasing it out, which we kind of figured was going to happen. Now they're phasing out Google Play Music entirely for YouTube music. What's going to happen in a year when they decide, well, this shit isn't working out, so let's make something else. Yeah. You know? And so it's kind of like, huh. This... Google's a lot like... Um, actually, Google's a lot like Sony in a lot of instances. Yeah. They'll, they'll say like, oh, we have this big thing and it's all oh, this, that, and the other thing and we're going to do this and then they throw it out and then it doesn't gain as much traction and then suddenly, oh, well, we're going to toss it. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, and it's, a, it's just a pain in the ass. It, it gives you, after so long of doing that, it makes, unless you're like a diehard fan, but it makes more selective people, such as myself, go, all right, I'm, not, I'm done with this. Yeah. Like, it's it just gets annoying. It, it actually, and it's different, too, because in the past, it was kind of didn't matter because I was always switching my shit around anyway. Right. But now that I'm a little older and I have children and I have schedules to keep, I need my phone to be solid. I, I can't I can't be doing this. The app I've been using is switching and it, ugh. Yeah. You know, it's just too much. Like, just knock it off. <laughs> Make a solid suite of things yeah, and then just improve upon it. Yeah, like, that's if, all you got to do. Yeah, because if you look at, like, Apple, like, you know, iTunes was everything. Music, podcasts, you know, everything under the sun was all under iTunes. Then they're like, oh, hey, we're going to do Apple Music, so we make that a separate app. Oh, the podcast is kind of causing the iTunes app to get bloated, so let's pull that out and make it its own app. It's like, okay, you're doing that. That makes sense. But you're not getting rid of a total, you know, like you're getting rid of a total program that people have got acclimated to using to make another one that's kind of the same thing that you had before, right? just with a new name and a new look, and you're integrating it with YouTube, which I don't even see why you need to integrate it with YouTube. No. YouTube, and honestly, the only reason I go to YouTube is because it's the only game in town. Yeah. The the if there was a if there was a comparable um competitor, I'd probably go there. It's yeah. just everybody's there. Yeah. So there's there's nowhere else for me to go. 
but YouTube is a pain in the ass to use. Like it's they're always suggesting weird shit that I don't want to watch. Um, and if you full, think, and if you think Netflix is bad when you watch a bad movie and then it keeps recommending that same kind of shit, you know, like like they always say, Netflix is like the girlfriend that never forgets. YouTube right. is like that too. And I don't know what I don't like more that YouTube treats its creators like shit or that its creators keep complaining about YouTube treating them like shit because yeah, it's a constant fucking thing now is this YouTube videos of people going, Oh, YouTube is changing things up again and it doesn't benefit me. So like my Patreon and I'm like, Oh, but the thing is, is that with a lot of people and I noticed this too, when YouTube was saying that, or when people were complaining that YouTube was censoring people, if you notice the people that complain, it's a certain type of people that complain about this shit. The ones that sit there and now are saying, Oh, well YouTube is hurting my revenue stream. Is it though? Because your revenue, you know, what, what content you seem to put out doesn't necessarily, it means basically that you need to probably have a little better content Yeah. to compete because, you know, people don't fill in the gaps with being vulgar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To get the 13 year olds to watch your shit. Right. Or, or just do, you know, or you're just copying somebody else. And now that the algorithm has changed because it's going to benefit people that maybe have a little more people that actually view, yeah, that's probably because your content isn't that good. And there's like, a- honestly, the majority of the shit I watch on YouTube, I've noticed is not what is popular. Yeah. Like, it's popular, but with niches, like, I watch a lot of Linus Tech Tips and like the PC enthusiast dudes. That, and these are highly produced videos they they're they're reviewing these fucking all these computer parts and they have deals with um the computer industry and stuff like that i'm not watching some jackass fucking respond to a music video like (laughs) it's really weird what people watch nowadays yeah you know and and whatever if that's what gets you off then you know go right ahead but um now even my fucking uh the, the people that I watch are sitting there complaining about how it's harder to make money now on YouTube. And I'm like, well, go somewhere else then. Well, the big, the big, it's problem. obviously not that bad if you're still fucking sitting there. <laughs> well, the big, the big thing is, is when you look at people like that, that complain about that, it's, a, it's market saturation. Like everybody yeah. who's anybody who's doing the same thing. I mean, between the e-girls and the, you know, the, the, the fanboys that go on and talk about, you know, that talk a shit about the SJWs and then the SJWs have their videos. And then you have the tutorials, which are just like, hey, guys, we're here to show you how to install um, install uh, Linux on this old uh, compu- compact uh, computer that we got from the late 90s. You know, that kind of shit to, you know, to, oh, Star Trek sucks. You know, Picard failed and this is why it failed. I didn't like it. That's why it failed. You know, between all of that shit, where are you going to find anything? It's hard to, and the thing is, it's hard to find anything that's not pushed by Google, you know, and, and unless you actually, Google definitely has a political agenda and there's been a lot of evidence that they, they do manipulate things slightly to show more favorable choices. And we saw this with the, when Hillary was running, where they were caught with their pants down a little bit, showing more favorable things for Hillary than for Trump. Now, I don't like Trump, but I also like when things are fair. 
You know what I mean? And, you know, you can still go, oh, that wasn't actually happening. But I don't know, man. <laughs> it fucking was looking like it was happening. So the Internet is not – it's just not – it doesn't matter how it is. If the internet's completely open, it's going to be a pain in the ass. But at the end of the day, the internet has become the United States. It's run by corporations. Yeah. Everything is corporations. You know, and the tech industry is taking over everything. Like it's and this brand loyalty is getting kind of weird too where people are like fucking Apple till I die or Google till I die. <laughs> it's like it's not that serious, dude. Yeah. Like just buy buy a device that that works, you know? like, like me, and I'll be I'll fully. I didn't like Apple in the past. We all know this, <laughs> okay? I do now. I'm even thinking about um, I have the I don't like their computers. I just think they're overpriced, um, and I build computers, so it doesn't really make sense for me to buy a fucking <laughs> Apple computer. But their mobile devices, I'm not buying a mobile device that has Android on it. It's just not. It doesn't make any sense to me anymore. I'm gonna buy an iPad. I want to get an Apple TV. I even want to switch my Google speaker to a fucking Siri speaker, just because of that. Everything's in sync with something that I dig. I guarantee you, five years down the line, even if I have all that shit, if Apple turns out to be shit, and Google all of a sudden is the, I'll just fucking, I'll jump ship. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I mean, to be you honest know? with you, I I always liked my Apple TV. I had an Apple TV for years. Um, it was just a little more expensive and, you know, in, in a crunch, you needed something. So I went Roku and, you know, not to say anything bad about Roku. I like the Roku device, but the, the Apple device just was cleaner to me. It's, you know, and it worked for seven fucking years. I didn't get any email saying, hey, we're not going to support it anymore. And that's usually the reason why I don't like, like, Roku's or the Google's and all that stuff, because at some point they're going to say, we're not going to support this anymore. But Apple still fucking supports iPhone 6. Do you know what Apple reminds me? And this is going to sound so fucking fanboyish, but it, it's it's something that I learned about two separate companies at the same time. Okay. Right around when I, I started digging iPhones is around the same time I bought my first Toyota. Both of these companies have something very similar where they just feel right. They feel like someone gave a fuck when they made it. Toyota has a very high quality standard. There's an old old story about when they worked with BMW to make some car and they kept denying BMW because it wasn't up to their fucking quality standards. Toyota's very – and I bought a minivan. It's not even a flashy Toyota. And when I drive that thing, it's just so – everything, the switches, the buttons, the steering wheel, the pedals, it's all just solid feeling. It feels like I'm, I'm driving something very premium. And it's the same thing when I got my iPhone. Now, I did buy the most expensive iPhone. <laughs> but it feels in my hand. It feels right. It weights right. It doesn't crash nearly as much as – and these are my experiences. It could be different experience for other people. But this is how I feel with these two things. Now, like I said, I kind of felt that way with Android back in the day too. But for some reason, I don't know what's going on. My Android phone was always fucking up. And I'm, I'm not an idiot. So I'm pretty sure I wasn't fucking them up. Well, I was when I was when I was rooting phones and shit. <laughs> but I didn't do that anymore. So anyway. Oh, by the way, did you know that there's a new uh, iPhone, uh, uh, the new iPhone um, hacking tool works on every iOS now? I did see that until yeah. they fix it. Um, yeah, well, yeah, until they fix it. But it even works still, on the one that just updated. 
the benefit of jailbreak is just it's just it just gets you shit that you couldn't get off the app store. It's silly and it's silly shit. Yeah. It's it's usually I don't want to spend a dollar on an app. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> shit, like fucking poor boy shit. I don't have time yeah. for it. Like it's and also too um when you crack it um I think this new crack cuz back in the day if you jailbroke your phone Apple Pay wouldn't work. Yeah, no this one does. This and this one does, but then that makes me weary. Yeah. Like what what have what have you done to the code to make it think it's safe to use my debit card? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's I think that's what people don't understand. Like I know I trust Apple to put my debit card on the phone only because I know it's a PR nightmare hmm. if everyone's debit cards are getting cracked. Right. Not because they give it not because they it, it in the bottom of their hat they don't want me to lose my money. It's because it's a fucking nightmare for them if it happens. Right. So I'll trust Apple to to keep that secure. I don't trust Schmuckballs who makes a jail break crack and i'm not mm-hmm. saying he's trying to steal it yeah but he's obviously leaving something open <laughs> yeah it might not be you know him I mean? but it may be somebody else i don't i don't have time for it yeah. not, not for advice people people are so careless with it. your phone is literally an extension of you yeah if you're using a smartphone to its full capabilities it has your entire fucking life on it yeah. it's it, you can't you can't be fooling around with that and maybe I sound paranoid. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck. You can do whatever you want with your debit cards. I'm going to keep my shit safe. Or it's not just debit cards. Your personal information, your contacts list, you know, stuff like that. I don't want anyone to get my contacts list. Isn't that embarrassing when you get your email hacked and they start emailing your friends? Yeah. You're like, oh. I don't have any. So it doesn't really right. matter. I mean, that makes that easier. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you for checking us out. Okay. If you would like to help the show, please feel free to donate. If you want to donate a Lambo, go ahead. If you want to donate a Lambo, go ahead. Um, I'm sure Steve will love it. I don't want to pay the taxes, so it's you know, it's what it is. Um, I'll be driving with my three dollars to get a Lambo. You can donate on our PayPal currently at thelazygeeks.home.blog, but soon to be thelazygeeks.com. Um, if you can't help out monetarily, that's fine. Of course, you can definitely review the show anywhere that you've gotten it um all reviews will help us out um so you know like do that like and if you've got like if you're listening to like you know an two hours of this show you know you have thirty thousand right. dollars to just donate I obviously mean, i mean it's obvious <laughs> i never i didn't understand the logic of that shit <laughs> like if you have time to listen to or if you have time to watch my stream, you have money. That the, uh, that's the opposite, sweetheart. <laughs> right. like, if I have if time they, to watch your if they show, have time to watch you sit on a couch for fucking three hours. They don't have a job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if they're watching your stream in the middle of the afternoon, most likely they don't have a job. That's what I like about following some of the girls on Instagram. I can check that out on the go. You feel like right. I'm on the way to work. I'm check this out. <laughs> you know, watching a stream, someone like these e girls will be on there for four hours straight, barely playing a video game. I saw one where she would like write something on a, a whiteboard every time someone donated. And of course, very short skirt, yeah. you know, this and that and the other thing. And then she would like, Oh, you donated this much. So now I have to do a dance. I'm like, is this really what we're doing? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is so stupid. I was I was telling my I was telling talking to my brother about that, and he was just like, "People do that." And I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> like, Listen, I don't rock the hustle. If people are giving you money, good for you. Yeah. But I also am going to express my opinion about it. 
<laughs> it's a waste of my time. So you're not going to get any of my fucking money. Right. I only when I want to see adult content, I go to the professionals. Right. Okay. Trained professionals. <laughs> Trained professionals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can. You're gonna, you're gonna hurt yourself. You're not even certified to do all that. Did you even stretch before this? Like what? The... Jesus. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on social media: Facebook.com/slash/TheLazyGeeks, Twitter and Instagram, both at TheLazyGeeks. Uh, comments, suggestions, or questions, you can email us currently at thelazygeeksnetwork at gmail.com. We'll be upgrading our email when we uh, start using the other hosting site. And and one of the things when we when we upgrade to the other hosting site, it, we're going to have kind of one email for all the shows. Um, just be easier that way. And to then, rule them all. Exactly. Since it's going to go to either one of us, most likely me. Uh, but <laughs> if it goes... No, I get it when he forwards it to me. <laughs> Right. Uh, no, I'm gonna put it on my Outlook uh, once we get it sorted out. So you know, and and we'll be able to to do that and and all that stuff. So so currently, you can still use the Lazy Geeks Network at gmail.com, and uh, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. We're gonna we're gonna try something later on. We've talked about it. We haven't planned it out yet, but we're gonna try something a little different with our podcast streams on YouTube later on. And uh, I think it's gonna be hilarious. That I, I, yeah. I think it's just gonna be a lot of fun. So uh, we'll let you know when when we start doing that. And of course, if you can't click on any of the links available in the show notes, if you want more content or updates on our coming shows, just click on the blog, lazygeeks.home.blog, but, but quickly going to be thelazygeeks.com. Right. All right, so that's it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Ryan. And we are The Lazy Geeks. <laughs>